0: understanding your core wound now that seems like a pretty confusing title for a podcast that's called happy brain but there's this thing called the enneagram y'all you heard of it it's all these numbers and they got wings and they got core wounds but many 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 people claim understanding this information will make your brain happy Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Hey, y'all, welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. If this is your first time listening, what's going on? My name is Heather Parity. I am your host. I'm so grateful that you are here as we explore your core wound and how it will make your brain happy. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to Catherine Ann over on Instagram. It is Cafferity two Eyes over on IG. Make sure you give her a follow. She has been sharing our podcast on her stories. Just wanted to give her a big thank you for helping us get mental health tips out into the world. What up, Catherine? We love you. And hey, if you haven't done so yet, I invite you to share this show with one friend of yours who you know would love this information, these tips on mental wellness. We wanna give some hope out here, y'all. Need your help to do it. So again, big thank you to Catherine. Today, I connected with Stephanie Zamora, who's an author, coach, business, and marketing strategist and the founder of Stephanie Zamora Media. She's also a big proponent, understanding, Your core wound. When we connected, she said that she believed this was a great happy brain tip. But core wound, that sounds pretty heavy. How can that make
1: your brain happy? So, core wounds, we all have them. They tend to fall into one of the same categories. I'm not enough. I'm unlovable. I'm damaged or broken. Um, I don't belong and all of us have it. And it kind of depends on our personality type, but understanding our core wounds allows us to see how frequently we hook into the story and interpretation of it when Mm. anything is happening. And a lot of the times it has nothing to do with us, but we'll immediately start perceiving everything with, Oh, that's because I'm unlovable or see, I knew I wasn't good enough. And that just spirals us into all the negativity and the hard feelings. And when we know our core wound, doesn't mean it doesn't happen but we're able to kind of separate from it and say that's not true. Okay, give me a give me an example of like a core wound. What would that be? Yeah, so my core wound in particular is that I am unlovable and at my core I am damaged and broken and so I like how you just like willingly share that. Is that just like a lot of inner work (laughs) or something that you're just like, boom, this is mine. And also because we all have one. Amen. We do. Nobody gets out without Mm -hmm. a poor wound. You're right. It is like a lot of people resonate. Yeah. How did you know that that was yours? It actually was learning the Enneagram from a mentor and he Mm. kept pointing out to me, the Enneagram is great as a personality typing because it centers around our core fear and our core wound and the thing we avoid feeling. And he helped me really see, like, I've been spending my whole life walking around thinking I can't let people get too close because they're going to see that I'm damaged and broken and then lovable. And so that was really helpful.
0: What number are you? I'm a four. You're a four. Okay. Okay, let's take a little pause right here. What is a four? Again, on the Enneagram, a four is labeled the individualist, which I'm getting this information directly from EnneagramInstitute.com, linked up in the show notes. But the individualist is a sensitive, withdrawn type, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. Interesting. So where do you know where that core wound came from? Is that important to know or just to know that that's our core wound?
1: it doesn't necessarily need to be known there's mm. kind of an event that happens for all of us that locks us into our fixation and our core wound and our enneagram point that's at least the belief behind the enneagram if you know it it becomes easier to say that happened and look at how that influenced everything after it and how it shaped my beliefs but it can be hard sometimes it happens when we're really young but it could be
0: just an environment where we grew up in cuz i don't i know my enneagram's a 3 and i'm not really sure what the wound is Quick pause again enneagraminstitute.com, dot com this and the n three, which is the achiever is a success oriented pragmatic type adaptive excelling driven and image conscious do y'all that's me, but I know my core wound is a sense of inadequacy and unworthiness, and I don't think that's one event, I know it's not one event. I think that was just the environment that I grew up in if that's possible, can right. Be. Yep. Okay. So how well, let's, let's get back to, you know, mental well-being and happiness. I know that I my my core wound is unworthiness and inadequacy. How do I use that information to make my brain happy?
1: It's starting to notice the stories that your core wound tells. So okay. how many stories do you tell yourself about being unworthy or inadequate when you can step outside of it and kind of see like this happened. And then this is the story I told myself. It feels really true at first, but you can start to say, look at that. That's a way that my brain tells me I'm inadequate or reinforces this worldview I have where within it, I am inadequate and not good enough. And so when you can start to really be self-aware and reflect on, isn't that interesting? Look at how I tied that back to this feeling. Then we can start to, again, separate like our core wound stories aren't true. We actually need them. We need to reinforce them because our, again, our worldview, mm. you only know how to exist in a world yeah. where at some yeah. level inadequate and not good enough. And so we have to reinforce it, even though it's painful. And once you can start to see the story and say, oh no, that maybe that's not true. Maybe that's just my interpretation. It starts to soften it and you can start to step outside of it. Keep on sharing a little bit like your own journey, finding out
0: your core wound? Like what was the process and like the dissonance you put between, okay, there's my wound, there's my story. How did you start like unraveling that and kind of stepping into, I don't know, greater purpose and a purpose is your jam and freedom from it. Freedom.
1: Yeah. (laughs) One of my favorite questions. So one of my favorite books is actually The Last Word on Power by Tracy Goss. It's hard to digest and it's focused on leadership, but it's an incredible book. And she talks about asking the question of what happened and usually how we ask that question it's infused with interpretation and meaning. And so if you send, if I send you an email and I say, Hey, we'd love to talk and be on your podcast. And you say, no, thank you. If I am hooked into my core wound and I'm not aware of it, I'm going to be like, well, she doesn't like me. My work's not good enough. I'm not good enough. See, I'm right. lovable. Like I'll spiral and it will reinforce my worldview. And so what really helped me was asking the question, what actually happened? All that happened is I made a request and they said, no. Hmm. It literally doesn't mean anything more than that. Yeah. We are the ones that assign meaning. And once you know your core wound, you start to see like, wow, I just go straight to the negative. I just go straight to being unworthy and unlovable Yeah, when it could be a million different reasons that you said no.
0: Right.
1: Do I need to... But
0: for me, I I feel like I know my core wound just off the bat without having to go to the Enneagram. And I'm sure the Enneagram has exactly what I just said, if, if it's accurate or whatever, because I know it. Do we have to... like? I guess it just depends on how self-aware we are, but how much digging do you have to do to know what your core wound is?
1: You don't. I found the Enneagram helpful and I think personality Mm -hmm. typing helps a lot of people, all the different kinds. But for me, really learning to work with my emotions and the Enneagram centers around this as well, what's the core feeling that you avoid the most? And it's tied Mm. to your core wound because then you can start to see your patterns of compensating if I don't want to feel unlovable. Then I go out in the world and I become a people pleaser and I contort myself to fit. And get is that your thing? People pleasing? Totally. It, yeah. it was for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And threes, they are achievement based. For and sure. It's very like, I got the stars. I won the awards. I checked all the boxes. And that's because they're trying to avoid feeling what's tied to their core wounds. It makes sense. How has understanding this made your brain happy? It's the freedom. Like I said, I still, we're always going to have our core wound. Your story is always going to come up, but Mm. it's so much easier to step outside of it and say, that's not true. That's not even what happened. Like this person just said, no, this wasn't the right opportunity that got messed up. It literally doesn't mean anything else. And the freedom from that, it just makes life so much easier to engage with because you're Mm. not constantly hooked in. Yes. Once we're hooked in, a yes. spiral, and we choose our flavor of that. For me, it's depression. For a lot of people, it's anxiety. It just, it builds and builds and keeps reinforcing itself and the freedom of just being able to say, it still hurts and I still feel it and I still hear the story, but I don't, I don't have to believe it or buy into it. And I can just look at what happened and what do I want and how do I keep moving towards that? You say freedom a lot. What does freedom mean to you? Freedom to me is just peace in ourselves yeah. and having the confidence to just move through the world and know that all of the mental clutter that yeah. our subconscious and our yeah. brain will feed us, especially with those stories, isn't true. And, and we don't even have to engage. Like, the, the more I do this work, the further I get from getting hooked in. And it's just so much more becomes possible because you're not hooked in and then you're not overcompensating in certain Mm -hmm. ways. Like we all have our thing and you get to just constantly say, okay, well, how do I want to feel? What do I want to believe? Who do I want to be in the world? What do I want to make happen? And to me, that's a lot of freedom. Big
0: thank you to Stephanie for coming on today's episode. Make sure you connect with her at stephaniezamora.com.
1: That is linked up in the show notes. But before we go, Stephanie, anything else? purpose is very simple. It's just showing up and being who you are and doing what you feel called to do. And so I believe that makes our brains happy too. And we're doing the work that feels fulfilling and we're contributing however big or small makes sense for us. And so that starts with the self-awareness and the knowing yourself and unhooking from these core wounds and stories and just being able to engage with life from a place of I'm okay, exactly as I am in all my imperfect glory
0: purpose is showing up and being who you are. That is fire, y'all. Fire. Listen, whether it is doing some goat yoga, eating an orange in the shower, or understanding your core wound. We hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.